Welcome to the show today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope these interviews have been a blessing for you. We've just been rolling these out for you. All filmed the same day, January 29th, 2022, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, Love Life California Conference, where we're taking back spiritual ground in California against the high sacrament of secular progressivism, abortion, what animates their entire political regime. We have 1,200 people in person today, maybe, a couple hundred online tuning in. Um, and uh, we know that the, the seeds that we're planting today will bear eternal fruit that we may not even know about uh, until we stand before God uh, one day. And so uh, we're waking up the church, the most powerful organism for change mm. on this issue. Um, and uh, so we have in studio on Unaborted with Seth Gruber for the first time in person Person, Woo! Nick Vujicic. Uh, we did the Skype one, but now here we are, brother. This is awesome. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so glad to be here in California. I used to live here for 16, 17 yeah, years. And so we know that this is the HQ of of evil of evils here in our country in the context of abortion, as you know. Isn't that true? I uh, I spoke this morning, Nick, before you got in, because Nick is a busy man contending for righteousness all over the place. So he had to fly in today <laughs> to get here in time to light a fire. Um, and this morning when I talked, I gave an overview of what we're facing in California. And you're right. I mean, this is, you know, the stronghold for so much evil uh, politically. Yep. From a policy yep. perspective, uh, like Newsom a few months ago, Nick, he, he signed a bill allowing 12-year-olds to charge abortions to their parents' insurance plan wow. without parental consent or knowledge wow. and blocked the insurance company from telling the parents that their 12-year-old had done this. I mean, like, that. if you could put that in the script for some show, Nick, right, like, Holly would be like... <laughs> Nick, that's a little too on the nose. Right, There's right. no way yeah, that yeah. Democrats would push for yes. that. Yes. But it's it's the reality. It's what's <clears throat> happening in this state. Speechless. Speechless. <laughs> I mean, the list goes on. You know it all. I mean, we, we've we really felt the pulse getting darker and darker here in this state. And I actually started seeing the writing on the wall back in 2016, 2017, and then the uh, sexual education coming in through the pipeline in 2018. Yeah. We were like, wow. So it's like induced 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 anything but a baby yeah. it, it, just catastrophe that's right um it's <laughs> it's it's horrible it's scary but what a time to live yeah it's surreal this war is real we were talking off camera about many people not understanding that those of us who um, are being vocal mm. are being active are engaged and traveling and doing circuits and doing what God's called us to do. When you're on the front line, standing at the gates of hell and redirecting traffic, it, it gets hot. And um, you <laughs> I know, when you say that, I so just good. I just want to say thank you for 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 going, you know, for for Jesus and and battling, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> taking as much weaponry as you can. But we all know it's the Holy Spirit, yeah. and just like you said, it's the most powerful organism, which is the church, right. to wake up and be engaged. Um, so I'm excited to be here. Yeah, yeah, that's so good, man. Like Jack Hibbs says sometimes, Nick, uh, why would God the Holy Spirit give you any power to stay on your couch? Mm, <laughs> you know, come on. We're meant for action. Come right? on. We're meant to, like, like, show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works, right? Mm. A good tree does not bear bad fruit, and it does a bad tree bear good fruit. Fresh and salt water can't both flow out of the same spring. We were made for action. Yes. And, you know, Dietrich Bonhoeffer has this phenomenal line where he says, you know, only in um, action is freedom. Because mm. you just give it all away. You you do what you're called to do. You be yeah. obedient. Yeah. 
and then you're truly free. Yeah. Because you can be the same consistent person, recognizing that really your only allegiance at the end of the day is to God. Um, and that's what the church, I think, has missed out on is actually, it's actually the greatest adventure, just stepping out, saying yes, and being used, but particularly on this issue of abortion. The particularly. church is so silent. Particularly. And I think they're so crippled with the polarization that so many things are now political. We can't talk about it. I mean, you can't talk about pro-life without talking about human trafficking, without talking about the broken foster care and adoption system, without talking about the security of the border. But I don't think, Seth, the church has actually counted the cost or they're just delusional Right. in that the, the, the cost is, is death. We already are, if we are committed to the Lord Jesus Christ, we are already dead yeah. in our body. We are going home. I don't know how I'm going. I don't know if it's a plane crash, car crash, cancer. I don't care. Christians die because we're a citizen of heaven passing through. But until we go up there, we're here to occupy against every spiritual power comes, yeah. and force of darkness until he comes back. What have we done? And I love that example that you give all around the country, um, you know, that if we were there during slavery, we would be one of those people that would, oh, yeah, I would have abolished abolished slavery. This is the same thing we are talking about. Same serpent. Exactly. Same lie. That's it. That's it. And so uh, I want everyone to understand, like, oh, Nick's not getting political. I got so much flag about, wait, why are you talking about everything? I'm like... Yeah, are you kidding me? Like, what? <laughs> and you don't, how come you close your churches? Why are you That's going right. along with the, don't you see the times that we are in? And yeah. it's the remnant hmm. of us who are not asleep in a coma, yeah. who are loving self, who are actually stealing God's glory by wow. actually being silent. Right. You know, it's interesting. I'm re- I read my Bible every day. And I fast every month, uh, different days, seven days, one day, uh, one month, three days, the other fasting, praying, prayer, reading my Bible. If you don't do that, goodness, you need Jesus <laughs> um, because this is the war of wars. Like you then don't understand the spiritual realm of, uh, attacking you yeah. and you needing to be on guard and, and moving on the offense, not just the defense and cr- sitting back and crossing your arms and playing yeah. the victim card and let's report what happened this week. No, what have we done? What have we said? When I was reading the Bible today, uh, we came. I came across the third commandment that Moses wrote down of the, of the Ten Commandments. And is it's you should not misuse the Lord's name or the Lord's name in vain. Right. And it hit me. It's like we think, I think we think, in the Western society, we think about swearing. Yeah. Right. What yeah. it's like, but I'm like, really? Right. Like using Christ's name to swear is the only version of taking his name and misusing right? it. It's actually Christianity itself. Like God is their banner. And if God is your banner, then you are a people of God and a people of God who then believes something or does not believe something. And mm. then they're in stands upon what they believe. Right. And it's almost like you could use prosperity gospel where misusing the Lord's name so then people can be tickled in their ears (laughs) and then, you know, someone makes money. Yeah. Um, Misusing the the Lord's name in vain or in your blood vein. Hmm. 
It's like understanding that every breath, every action, every word, every conversation, every moment we have, God's watching, angels are watching, and so are demons. Yeah. And you are the vessel of the Holy Spirit, the hands and feet of God himself, if not his mouthpiece. Right. Would God be silent? Would Jesus have been silent? I mean, we talk about abortion with 77 million abortions in California. The state doesn't even count the surgical abortions and just mess upon mess. And the disgusting business and dark side of all this yeah. is just so much you, you, you could make someone vomit. But the bottom line is, do you understand that you are? are kingdom wise responsible mm. for saying something yeah well doing something right, yeah and many people don't want to do it because wait i don't know if i really counted the cost to go there right wait i, I can see the giants but wait let me see how many wait who's with me yeah what do i say wow. wait what yeah and it's that delay of not knowing it's like no the cost to count is really easy are you ready to die for the sake of the name of Jesus Christ? Or is that just a misuse of the Lord's yeah. name yeah. in your life? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you, I mean, I never thought about it that broadly before. You, yeah, you're saying that um, when you know the truth <clears throat> um, and you have an opportunity to speak the truth and you should speak the truth, but you don't because of fear, because of cowardice, yeah. because of political expediency. Yeah. That is itself a form of. Yes, 2021, people would say, don't tell me you're a Christian. Yeah. Biblical Old Testament is you're misusing the Lord's name in vain. If you say you are a Christian, yet you don't speak and you don't say anything. Right, right. This yeah. is, which is like, wow. wow. This morning, I'm like, yep. Yeah. So. Dang, Nick, I feel like you watched my talk this morning. But, oh, uh, you okay. didn't. So no, I was on of, a plane. That's, that's kind of providential. So I, I'll share <laughs> with you a quote, Nick, and then I want to get your response to it. Yeah, sure. Because you, you know, more so than the majority of pastors in America, you fly at a almost impossible theological playing field in terms of your moral and spiritual clarity you see the not just the long game of the enemy but you see the whole picture yeah. um and you know because god's used you on so many issues and in so many ways right like i'm a pro-life speaker right. right people are like seth he's the pro-life speaker yeah but you're like a worldwide evangelist yeah. right you're you are a son of issachar mm who understood the sons of Iskar, who understood times. the times and knew what Israel should do. And so because of your experience, the, the countries that God has taken mm -hmm. you to and the platforms he's given you, I think you would be the most exciting to get a response to this. And so this was from my talk today, Nick. Okay. Um, and I was dealing with a lot of what you just said, knowing the right things, confessing all the right beliefs, mm. but not actually engaging in the public square. It's basically kind of what you were saying. Um, and so this, this is the story of a woman named Sophie Scholl. Sophie Scholl and her brother Hans Scholl were members of the White Rose Resistance in Germany. It's one of the um, lesser known stories from the Holocaust, from that time frame. Everyone knows Oskar Schindler, okay. right? Yeah. Everyone knows Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Yeah. People don't know Sophie and Hans okay. Scholl. And so Sophie Scholl was initially a member of Hitler Youth. And her brother Hans Scholl, who was about three or four years older than her, um, he, he sort of got awakened 
God kind of gripped his heart to the realities of what was actually happening on the grounds, on the ground. And so um, he uh, began writing with some of his friends, printing and distributing anti-Nazi tracts, literature, to rally a resistance movement. I mean, it was literally called the White Rose Resistance because they understood, like you just said, Nick, you can't just believe or confess all the right beliefs. You have to actually put feet to those beliefs. You got to go do something about it, right? Got to take action at resistance, right? And um, Hans did not tell his sister Sophie that he was part of this because he wasn't sure whether he could trust her. Yeah. Like she might rat him out. Right, right. Right. Well, she got a hold of one of these tracks and sort of read it and God gripped her heart. Wow. And she started seeing the reality of what was truly happening wow. to the Jews on the ground. And so she goes to tell her brother about it and then she finds out that he's involved with it. Okay. So um, so they begin to contend. I think she was in seminary or they were at a, they were in a college um, and, and they were rallying the troops. Well, word got out, right? The, 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 the Nazi uh, regime and uh, whistleblowers, they mm-hmm. got a hold of these tracks, mm-hmm. traced them down, mm-hmm. charged them with treason, chopped their heads off, mm-hmm. guillotined them. Mm-hmm. Sophie Scholl was decapitated at 21 years old, Nick. Gosh. And here's, here's one of the things she said shortly before um, her death. And she, she is explaining who was really to blame for everything that happened and that was happening. And she didn't blame the doers of evil, Nick. She blamed those who knew better and watched it and did nothing. Mm. Here's what she said. Mm. She said, um, <clears throat> let me see if we can get the beginning of it. Um, the real damage is caused by those millions who want to survive. The honest men who just want to be left in peace. Those who don't want their little lives disturbed by anything bigger than themselves. Those with no sides and no causes. Those who won't take measure of their own strength for fear of antagonizing their own weakness. Those who don't like to make waves or enemies. Those for whom freedom, honor, strength, and principles are only literature, Mm. just words. Mm -hmm. Those who live small, die small. It's the reductionistic approach to life. If you keep it small, you'll keep it under control. If you don't make any noise, the boogeyman won't find you. But it's all an illusion because they die too. Mm. Those people who roll up their spirits into tiny little balls so as to be safe. Safe from what? Life is always on the edge of death. Narrow streets lead to the same place as wide avenues. And a little candle burns itself out just like the flaming torch does. Mm. I choose my own way to burn. Mm. 21 years old, Nick. Wow. And then the last recorded words we have, two sentences, the last recorded words we have was she was walked to the guillotine, was how can we expect righteousness to prevail when there is hardly anyone willing to give themselves up individually to a righteous cause? Mm. Such a fine sunny day, and I have to go. But what does my death matter if through us thousands of people are awakened and stirred to action? Sophie Scholl, 21 years old, stood against the Nazis. Compare that with American pulpits today. But it was a remnant. The remnant. It was a small group. The verse (laughs) that comes in response is, um, you're neither hot nor cold, you're lukewarm. Hmm. I will vomit you out of my mouth. Right. Um, the sheepism, the, the, the sheepish. Mm, mm, <laughs> uh, the, the people that have 
the ability and platform and decision makers right. for the sake of their flock. Woe to the pastors, mm. for they will be judged right. uh, more harshly than anybody. Uh, but us as a generation, Seth, look, go back to 19... 19- 90, go back to 1980, go back to 1970, just 50 years ago. We don't had, we don't have that world. This world is, we have no excuse to put our heads in the sand. In 1970, I mean, when my grandpas were in jail, in former Yugoslavia and communism regime for their faith, they had no telephones. They wrote letters (laughs) that took weeks. Here we are. We have no excuses, what I'm saying right now. We know it. We see it. You can say, blah, 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 didn't hear it. I'm just going to be here and just do my best and play this gear. Okay, well, woe to you. I don't know where... You will really be there in heaven. And what yeah. God will say to those of us who said, you knew. Yeah. You had that yeah. several times. Yeah. You knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. You even had conversations within your inner circle of friends debating whether you should do anything or not. Or convincing one another that you can't make a difference anyway. You're only one little small group. Mm. Yet they're in mutually exclusive. The same information. The same God. Conviction of the Holy Spirit. The knowledge and understanding and the wisdom and discernment. For such a time as this. For the remnant to get up and go to the death. To the death. Jesus died for us that we may be his children in full humility, but full confidence and power in the Holy Spirit for God to reign here through us in our country. Mm-hmm. It is clear when you see America pre-seasons of America kicking God out. Yeah. Now that God's totally kicked out, now this is where we're at. Are we okay now just to see the okay? Great, so let's just wait to see 20 years from now what America we're actually going to be sitting in. That could be China. And actually, we actually might be the next parents of the 21-year-olds getting beheaded. Like, this is this is for real. This is no game. That's right. This is no hype. There's no... That's right. It is time to stand up. That's and right. I feel so burdened for the people who haven't said anything for the people who haven't done anything, oh, they're gonna kick me off Facebook. Who cares? <laughs> right, right. You wanna you wanna Google how much Zuckerberg has given to to uh, I'm gonna say things that are not of God in the millions and the millions and the millions, including abortion providers. Go Google how much Zuckerberg has tied to Planned Parenthood, making the money from Facebook. I yeah. mean, it's like I'm like yeah. I'm getting ready to step off Facebook myself. It's not about losing something. It's about we are here to put everything on the line as Jesus died for us, for me to live as Christ and for me to die as gain. Wow. It's a long reply. (laughs) So good, Nick. Well, you're going to go light it up today on the stage. Uh, We 
um, have to let you go because you have to go get ready. Yes, sir. So we have to cut this conversation short, unfortunately. I love you, sir. <laughs> this is so cool. I could be here with you for hours. And I want to say thank you for being such a faithful general in the Army of God, taking over territory, not playing defense. We've seen the defense game. Go nowhere. That's right. That's right. And and it's a privilege to 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 lock arms and lockstep with you. Thank you, you brother. Well, you're you're a trailblazer, and a lot of people uh, are following in your wake. So thanks for leading. Uh, thank you guys for joining the show today. Just to wet your palate, I know you can't get enough of Nick Vujicic with his prophetic voice in this culture of death. So we are at Love Life California Conference 2022, first annual, Taking Back Life in California. At one point, we'll release Nick's talk that he'll give on stage shortly. You're not going to want to miss that because he's also starting Pro-Life Bank. Uh, to get Christians banking with businesses that don't donate to butchering babies in the womb. You're going to want to hear more about that as well. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Head on over to iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Give the show a rating and review. Let us know what you think. Share it with your pro-choice friends. Uh, and uh, leave a rating. It helps it show up on the charts and more people subscribe. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. We'll have more exciting Love Life California interviews with the wonderful speaker lineup that we have here soon. Until next week, I'm Seth Gruber, and this is Unaborted.